Welcome everyone to episode 10 of Rap Rewind, the chronicle of Eminem pretty much. Um, unfortunately, we did not get our wish. I was going to say, I think it's actually 11. This is 11th studio album, technically, but... Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Music to be murdered by... Yeah. We we don't we didn't do infinite. You're right. I'm tell me to shut the fuck up. No, you're good. <laughs> wow. He asked me to. I mean, to be real. <laughs> it might be eleventh. I like like I said, I don't know. I I'm, I'm just saying numbers at this point. Um but Either no. way it was a good album, so <laughs> Yes, but um We are here discussing Music to be murdered by side B, uh which is technically the deluxe edition of the album but i think of it more as a double album because i mean it was 16 more tracks oh yeah right i would definitely say double album um and it was also just like before was released without any prior announcements and it features appearances by skylar gray again dj premier ty dollar son dr dre of course sly piper mag and white gold again um the album was accompanied by a music video for nat directed by cole bennett and a music video for Hire premiered January 23rd, 2021. A lyric video for Tone, Def, and Alferstein were also released. And in May of 2021, a remix of Killer featuring Jack Harlow and Corday was also released. Hmm. Um, I mean, there's 16, tr- well, there's 16 tracks, but not 16 songs. So let's jump into the very first one with um, Black Magic with Skylar Gray. Skylar Gray was also a producer on this alongside Jason DeZuzio and Eminem himself. Um, but no, uh, hold on. Uh, Black Magic. Uh, yeah, first one. So what did you guys think about Black Magic? Or do you actually have a blurt for it, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so the uh, this actually marks the Skylar Gray's second feature on the album uh since we consider it a double album uh the first being on the a sides uh with leaving heaven uh so this track actually features a melodic hook by skylar gray alongside two verses by eminem notable for his various flow change up uh and, and if you listen to it there there's a huge like change up from like the first verse to the second verse uh but it works really well uh, so as yeah, Roger said, uh, this song was produced by Skylar Gray and Jason DeZuzio, uh, and it has a unique beat as well as a number of sound effects, which Eminem is kind of known for using sound effects in his music, dating all the way back to uh, Infinite. Like I know we didn't talk about it in length, but he used sound effects on that album. So, right. Um, and you know and particularly towards the end uh the shrieking and shovel shovel sounds at the end of uh black magic ties into the beginning of the opening track on the original music to be murdered by uh so you kind of get that call back to to let you know that this isn't just a, a side b in name like everything flows together as well right right skylar gray just she has that voice that it lulls you in you know what i mean it's she just has one of those voices that just makes you lull you in and makes you want to hear more of it um excuse me this is actually the ninth song that she's done with eminem um now obviously uh she did the song 
on if we're talking about just the Eminem records, uh, she did Asshole, she did uh, Tragic Endings, Leaving Heaven, and the aforementioned Black Magic. Um, Scalagari also has three songs: uh, Kill for You featuring Eminem, Twisted featuring Eminem and Yellow Wolf, and Come on, let me ride with Eminem. And she also performed uh, this. Uh, she was also on the song Our House from the Slaughterhouse record. And she was the singer in Dr. Dre's I Need a Doctor featuring Eminem. Our house in the middle of our, our house. That one? Um, I think so. It I want to see. I, I don't know. Off the, <laughs> off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. I, I don't remember it. I was just saying because Our House was like a song from the 80s. I know it was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but so so, what did y'all think of this song in particular, Black Magic? I loved it. I thought it was very good. Like it, it starts off very like you know with Eminem basically almost he's like you know we're volatile. I can't call it though. It's like too large of a peg and too small of a hole. She cheats and I catch her like the common cold. Last time I broke her collarbone, she's intolerable. I was like, okay, so we're already like immediately again, and I don't know why it always comes back to this. I guess because it's typical for an Eminem song. It's like, is he talking about Kim again? You know, but they thought they squashed that shit. So okay, so now it's just about an, an abusive relationship at this point. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but is but, it? But is it about an abusive relationship, or is it about his relationship with hip hop? Maybe it could be both. It, maybe it could be that one of them double entendres, you know, because certain songs. I think we talked about it several times. How, uh, uh, matter of fact, I think it was was it the Eminem? No, it was Recovery. Uh, when we talked about the song Twenty Five to Life, you think the song's talking about one thing, and in fact, it's talking about another. Well, M's um, really good at that, doing those double uh, double entendres. Entendres, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what, what say you, Raj? I like the song. Um, I was trying to remember the lyric that, like, when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, this is this is really good." I just I can't remember. I I listened to it twice today at work, just all the way through nonstop, and I think that just like they all got mixed together in my yeah. head. Um, I probably should have like gave each track a listen and gave it like a second or two to settle and then gone to another one. But yeah, you know, I was at work and trying to drown out the people, so yeah. Uh, there's there's one uh one bar oh, in the oh, here it is. second verse. Go ahead. Well, mine was in the first verse. Uh, okay. It goes, uh, and I got her back, but I'm spineless. So when she stabs me in mine, it's like I just can't feel the knife as she pokes, jabs, and slices it. One minute she'll build me up, the next she'll push me around. Probably why she calls me dumbbell. She lifts me up and puts me down. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Oof! <laughs> I heard that. I was like, I, like I stalled for a second. I was like, oh, that's that's deep some deep shit, shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> like that's some deep shit right there. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what was the bar in the second verse that you said you? Uh... Uh, so there's actually two. Uh, it it starts and it goes. Uh, she lunges, attacks, and scratches. But I ain't gonna stand for that shit. Like cap for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh man, like he he's getting the political shit in there without going too deep yet. Uh and then 
he goes back to or he keeps going and he says as i stab i'm laughing so much for witchcraft and magic abracadabra that bitch no turning back i'm blacking and i say farewell fare, i say farewell to the love of my life i cut and i slice i give her one last hug goodbye wipe the blood for off my butter knife watch her fucking die right in front of my eyes but in hindsight i just think i wanted to see her what her insides look like like it, it got kind of like dark right there for a second right yeah it got it got very 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 dark in a very quick amount of time too Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really, really good track. So, um, we'll move on from that one to the to the next track, uh, Alfred's theme. Uh, so on Alfred's theme, uh, Eminem mainly talks about the changes in his life before and after fame. He brags up about his rapping skills, lyrical abilities, and also mentions the coronavirus outbreak and its effect on his life this is yet another self-produced song on the album the beat is sampled from the theme music of the tv show alfred hitchcock presents originating from uh gunod's funeral march of the marionette huh that's a weird name (laughs) yeah it is um but Uh, no um How'd you feel about it? I mean, I thought it was really good. Uh, you know, he he starts off uh, talking about the coronavirus. He's like, you know, before I check the mic, I give it an extra wipe with a Lysol and uh, extra swipe with a Lysol disinfectant wipe. Coronavirus in effect tonight. Antiseptics on deck. I got every type. Uh, but man, there was a lot of a lot of bars in here that like you really have to listen to them uh more than once to uh really get what he's saying yeah um no i was thinking i was thinking like when i was listening to it he was saying like his cadence in this one he's very like he's delivering his bar so you can hear him pretty well um so everything like he hits with like a specific um verb not verbiage like enunciation i guess or just like he would hear the word like all the way through and like you know it's the punchline because he says it and you get it um but no there's a lot of stuff here that like yeah you you gotta like the first time through you're you're not picking it you're probably not even picking 10 percent of it up on the first listen right uh Uh, like like in in verse two where he says i I thought this was kind of funny it's not really a bar but it's kind of funny he's like you know but really i'm just fulfilling my wish of killing rhymes which is really childish and silly but i'm really like this i'm i'm giving nightmares to billy eilish i'm diddy's side bitch what what the fuck hold on wait i'm diddy's side bitch oh i'm east side bitch kind of playing on the fact that he is getting a little older and you know like there was that beef with mgk and mgk was like oh man you're old and all this you know so he's kind of playing that up yeah Uh, and i thought that was pretty funny but 
then in, back, sorry. Uh, but then in verse three, uh, that's where like it really he he kind of goes off because there there's a uh, a bar where he says mentally I'm fucked up generally. Dukes of Hazard card like General Lee Lee yep. yeah yeah uh, like that man that went over my head the first time. Uh, then there's a, a another bar where he says uh, and I won't buy her designer because I don't pander. The, the song designer by panda 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 the greatest rap song of all time no yeah, right <laughs> no roger it's timmy timmy no we all know slide the greatest rap song of all time is waterfront 500 by little b good lord get out <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the end of this episode <laughs> we'll try again tomorrow <laughs> no. no i'm just kidding uh but then he goes on and and uh this one really got me because he goes uh and y'all who claim to be dogs aren't no bite like a tree mostly just all bark arf arf but y'all picking the wrong tree they call me dog because i'm barking like and you really have to get it like he's saying he's the bar king and and when he's doing shit like this like yes he's he's the bar king no no doubt about it yep i mean just this whole thing was just just crazy like this whole song was and it's like yeah i'm buddies with alfred we about to disembowel them, gut them, and scalp them. Yeah, this is about to be the bloodiest outcome because we going to make you bleed with every cut from this album. So I'm going to chop them up like Dahmer, the nut job with the nuts that are bigger than Jabba the Hutt. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? yeah. But even before that, like he says, uh, like he does this whole hat scheme where he says, but if bars were semi-max, I'd be the Mad Hatter because I got so many caps and you don't have any straps so you'd be a fitted so don't act mm-hmm. like you finna snap yeah, bitch bitch i'll pee, pee on, on your head like a phillies, like a hat. phillies hat like yes i popped on that line <laughs> bro like, yes like, you a philly fanatic hell no i just thought <laughs> just... fuck the phillies <laughs> Oh, you must be a cub man, right? Fuck no. That Sosa? That Sosa, yep. (laughs) You know who? Mr. Neapolitan over here. (laughs) That Bleach man. Yep. Sponsor. By the way, Movement Radio, sponsored by Clorox. Uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Oh, boy. That being said, though, I do think it's funny, though, like he was rhyming, 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 then the beat cuts off halfway through and he was like, wait, why the beat cut off? Fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah, OK, why not? You know, right. like that was just a funny little part to me, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so any any last remarks about. Um, this song? Um, no, not for me. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very I, fun song. Yeah, I, I like oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I, I definitely liked it. Um, all right, so so from from that we will move on to the next track, and this is Tone Deaf. So Tone Deaf is yet another self-produced pro- song on the project. 
this time with frequent collaborator uh luis resto uh the man behind some classic songs of eminem's like lose yourself uh the title tone deaf is a diss to mumble rappers since they can't jump on a beat without mumbling uh the track starts by m pretending to not hear the person on the other side of the phone a shade at people who called him washed uh the song is almost five minutes long and eminem could fill three long verses and a hook to it uh he talks about topics from dissing the rap game to bragging about his rapping skills and on march 5th uh 2021 eminem released an animated lyric video as a response to gen z trying to cancel him yeah yep. gen z think they, they're original they've been trying to do it since 99 yeah, shit they still sure haven't, hasn't worked. Uh, but yeah, I, dude, he. This track is is crazy. Uh, yes, it is. You know, he starts off and it says, "It's my alter ego's fault. These evil thoughts could be so dark. Cerebral, uh, cerebral palsy, three zolofs. I eat those off to Rico Suave. Look it up." Cadillac with a ladder rack in the back with a cracked axle, a backpack full of Paxil, a black satchel, a knapsack, and a flask full of yak and Jack Daniels. Like, it, it just in that little bit, like, he flipped his rhyme scheme like three times almost, and it, it yeah. fits. It, but, it, but it fits so well. Uh, and then he goes on, and <laughs> dude, I thought this was uh i thought this was kind of funny because he said uh he said girl let's go back let's go back back to my castle i don't want to hassle you alexandra but my dick's an acronym because it stands for you wait alexandra who like right i i thought that was kind of funny uh so what, what? I mean, what did what did y'all think about it? Like, I could talk all day long. Don't let me take over. Yeah. Um, no, I I liked it. Um, I didn't think it was kind of weird that it was such. A, it was a more of a longer song. Um, I mean, it is. Is it right at five minutes? Or let me see. It is four fifty. Uh, I would say. Yeah. 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 Um, but Alfred's theme was also a longer one too. Um. Uh, Right, but when you're listening to them, they don't feel like they, they don't feel like on. it at all. No, no. Don't. but when he was like during this one, like his first verse, I was like, yeah, like it didn't feel like it went that long, but it was like two minutes long. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but no, like the I guess it's because he's switching up his style, so some parts is faster, some parts are slower. I did like that. Um, he does have some some goofiness in there, but not uh too much. But it was all it all fit well together to what the song was right and 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 he still has again again i can say this was more it was eminem but there was a touch of slim shady in this one just based on just the randomness of the the lyrics and the 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 the, the subtle nuances that you'd have to like you'd have to really listen to and play back a couple of times just to get like the the small you know small bars that you that you would have you would have that went over your head the first time you heard it um you know well yeah i mean but, but like, i think that's the best i think that's the, i think that's eminem at his best though is where he can you know flip a phrase or flip words and just like 
God, how the fuck did he think of that? You know what I mean? It, it's insane. Yeah, like like this this line or this bar right here, uh, it's it's kind of funny, but also shows like his rhyme skill as well. Because he says, "Does Bill Cosby sedate once he treats to cheesecake and a decent steak? You think getting rid of me is a piece of cake? I'm harder than finding Harvey Weinstein a date." And that's why they say I got more lines than Black Friday. So save that shit for the damn library. You heard of Chris Christopherson? Well, I'm Piss Pissedofferson. Paul's asking for <laughs> Christmas off again. And I said, no. <laughs> then I spit this song for him. And it goes. And then it goes right. into the chorus. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, any final thoughts on on this one? Um, no, I mean, it like I said before, some goofiness, but not too much of it. So, it, it's a very playful song, and I do like the fact that he's pretty much telling Gen Z to suck his dick. Because mm-hmm. fuck them, uh, right. fuck them, yeah. cancelers. <laughs> right. Uh, but but there is one line at the end of the uh the last verse before it goes into the chorus uh where he shouts out uh another rapper from uh detroit where he says uh my enemies i'm a chimney give me the smoke uh ops and i and r.i.p to king vaughn and it don't stop and i know not what the fuck you say i told y'all it ain't me it's my alter ego's fault but for him to shout out king vaughn like that right there you King Vaughn's a Chicago rapper, though, I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, Chicago. Yeah. My fault. No, you're, I mean, he got... I was going to say, because I remember that he got caught in, like, some random, like, shooting that just he happened. Got, he got caught in a gunfight, um, and then he died later at the hospital. It was it was outside a, it was outside a nightclub in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, was it Atlanta? I thought it was in Chicago. I just no, knew he got no, shot. it was Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like, he just started picking up momentum. I was going to say, he came out with a... The club banger and yeah, crazy story. Yeah. R.I.P. King Von. But uh, I guess we can move on to the ooh, the next track. The next uh, track. My book of rhymes. <laughs> yep. Uh. So uh, as Talon just alluded to, uh, <laughs> next up is is track book of rhymes. Uh, and uh, on a track with production by common collaborator Ilda, Ilda the producer, Eminem raps about getting all his thoughts off his mind and pad, both literally and figuratively. The song accompanied by scratches from DJ Premier, who most notably did work on Nas's uh, New York State of Mind and Biggie's Ten Crack Commandments. Uh, the track is the fifth off of his B-side deluxe cut of music to be murdered by. The song also plays off the title of the Alchemist-produced uh, Book of Rhymes of Nas's God's Son. Uh, there's also a likely sample of the Nas song in the end, in the DJ premiere mixing part towards the end of the song. Uh, he raps about how he still has more to give in the rap game and the effect of the internet and how people think he has gone, quote-unquote, off the rails. Uh, we see hints of the old man M with references to his ex-wife Kim. Uh, the song's hook is also a direct reference to the beginning of his verse on Lil Wayne's Drop the World, where he raps, "Your days are numbered like pages in my 
book of rhymes uh got him cooking boy yeah this one was also another one that i really enjoyed um because <clears throat> at the beginning he's like it, like again the cadence is like i don't smile i don't frown don't get uh get too up or get too down i was here so were you you came and went i stuck around still here now stop me how your opinions like a broken calculator that shit doesn't count shut your motherfucking mouth and yeah. then the chorus and the chorus is just insane too and then the first just straight out the gate he in the first verse he's like haven't used all my tricks i have so like my balls i'm in my bag get a little testy when i'm mad sick of re- sick of wrestling this ipad unnecessary unsuccessfully i might add and I know it's best to leave it live, but even I get obsessed with reading everything and let it get the best of me till I snap. But I need to get off the internet. I need to get on the mic. You need to get off the internet. You need to get you a life. Like, how many fucking people just say, like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say it for all these fucking people that really need to hear it. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, later in that same verse, he says... Uh, don't like it, don't listen, but don't tell me about your favorite rapper ripping some shit he didn't write. What yeah. happened? What happened to Slim? He was no cap with the pen. He used to rap like the people his music was for. He was exactly like them. Like the dude them. who used yeah. to be, yeah, the dude who used to be poor. Why can't he tap into him? Can't use that excuse anymore. He's mad at the wind. He's in a nuclear war with a cloud. He's yelling at again, like. Of course, he's an old man yelling at clouds. Yeah, Yeah. the Simpson reference. I love it. Yeah, but but they're asking him to go back to something that he's not anymore. When he first came out, he was, you know, a a broke white kid from East Side of Detroit, right? From the trailer parks. Yes. And if you ask uh, Amber Heard, trailer parks have pools and managers on site. What Mm. trailer park does this bitch come from? The same one where her and Johnny Depp went and found a cocaine uh, jar full of cocaine. I got a yeah. jar of dirt. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put that oh, in there. Oh man, oh man, we go, we really bringing up the Amber Heard shit. Oh fuck that bitch. Uh, Miss, she's a cunt with a capital C. We 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 talk about we talk about Miss Johnny. I wasn't punching you. I was hitting. I was you. hitting you. Yeah, <laughs> bitch, it's the same. I didn't shit on his bed. It was the dog. <laughs> but then tells the, uh, uh, the the bodyguard that it was a practical joke gone wrong. Like, oh, hold on. So, so uh, objection on this hearsay. man. <laughs> uh, hearsay, objection, hearsay, hearsay, objection, hearsay. Objection, uh, objection, hearsay. Objection. Uh, Overruled. But, Overruled. But, <laughs> the, the dumb bitch's attorney fucking hearsay his own damn question. Like... <laughs> No, my favorite one is when they brought the psychologist up to the stand, and their whole defense was, so you think Johnny was worse in the relationship than Amber? And the psychologist is like, that's that's an opinion. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to tell facts. And that was their whole state. Like, they were trying to get her to just do opinion piece instead of facts, and she had nothing, so she gave up. I would have I would have been like, yeah, I'm standing up on court, but all right, everybody fucking fired. Let's we gotta go to recess. We're done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta find a, me a, a new long, crew. A long ass reset. I'm sure the judge is sitting there is like, oh my fucking. The judge the is going they... in. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, damn. I, dude, man. It, I, I... The best court case ever. 
Because guess than, what? It's better women, than OJ. Because women, I don't know about all that now. Oof. <laughs> it's close, dude. I mean, it's as far as the coverage of it. It's probably well. Coverage? This one's given. We have more access to see it than OJ one, though. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, back to uh, Eminem and Kim. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Same story, different. You know, people. <laughs> pretty much. I don't know about all that. I don't know. If, I don't think she Kim ever shit in Eminem's bed. She might have, but she never threw a vodka bottle and cut his finger off. That's mm-hmm. true. Or the tip of his finger off. Yeah, or finger, make yeah. the dog disappear. Poor yeah, dog. That do- the dog disappeared. That yeah, dog she disappeared dead. in like China. God, she did. That dog. Literally, nobody knows what happened to her friends, her families, and Johnny, the bodyguards. Nobody knows what happened to that dog. That bitch made them fucking disappear. Hmm. Man, let, all let's, right. Let's, let's stick with Eminem's book of rhymes here. So, uh, so in, in the same verse later, he goes. Uh, I get to remind all the haters who shitted on me when I'm on my way up. My floor is y'all's floor's ceilings. If I was you, I would step or find myself twisted. That's how you'll wind up like spiral stairs. I will swear on a stack of Bibles. I will tear new behinds out of rivals. Even your idols. I don't care. It's music hey, to be murdered by. Yep, it's it's music to be murdered by. So Bon Iver can swallow a fucking jaw rule bobblehead and die slowly like Alzheimer's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but then like <clears throat> but then he goes on and he say, My dome's brighter, all I spit from my skull's fire. All that's missing's a motorcycle with chrome wires, spoke tires. And y'all all flow biters, so I don't gotta explain why they call me Ghost Rider. I loved right. it because I knew the reference straight to Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. but then he changes it to Ghost Writer. Yep, right. so great. Yeah, the dude, his wordplay in this is is fucking crazy, dude. And that was just the first verse. Yeah, first, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, then then in the second verse, uh, I don't know about midway through, he says, uh, "Get your whole squad, send in a task force. If you want it, you're about to get what you asked for. Put your helmet on, strap your chin. You're about to get a crash course in who not to start a motherfucking rap war with or to go against. Fuck, would you want to do that for? No offense, but are you retard, slower, dense?" A fucking penny has more sense. Yeah, now you gotta get killed, but it's not a big deal. But every thought is so ill and so methodical. Thought I swallowed a pill. I'm starting to feel like I'm an automobile with Barnacle Bill inside the car at the wheel inside a carnival because I'm plowing into everyone who wrote snidey articles. And that explains why the fuck you clowns are all in my grill. Joy and pain, fortune, fame, torture, shame, choice I made swore someday the world would pay less to lose more to gain daughters raised yesterday glory days adored and praised ignored the hate addressed the fake toured with dre tore a page from jordan came like fuck like he compared himself to jordan you sure that wasn't supposed to be tore a page from jordan game instead of kane i think maybe they maybe 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 
Because when I heard it, I heard Tor Page from Jordan Game. Yeah, I did too. I, I, I just read the lyrics as Genius.com puts them out. I'm, uh, shout out to Genius.com. Yep. And, and then he goes on and he says, Destroyed the game before you came. Enjoy your stay before it's gone away. But the more you claim that you're going to point and aim, if I join the game, your shit isn't going to bang. You're just boring, lame, and more of the same. You have an enormous chain, but a stormless brain. The most you can form is rain. Your shit is pointless. Same as a scoreless game. So, bitch, so bitch, quit lying. You're denying like Mr. Porter's name. Borderline bipolar disorder. Since my stroller, eyes roll back in my skull like Eli Porter. Fire mortar rounds. Ayatollah every iota I load up. I owe to my motor mouth. This is my note to self. Sometimes you're gonna bomb, so you just might have to blow yourself up with no one's help. I just wrote it down in my book of rhymes. Primo, take us out. Like this motherfucker went off. Yo, I totally missed that bar. Which one? Yo, Wait, which one? Okay. So <laughs> no, no. Sorry, sorry. I'm... Okay. For those of you who don't know, uh, Genius.com. Uh, you, if you click on a certain bar, it, if it's highlighted, you can click on it and it has an annotation to the side of it. It says, yeah. so bitch, quit lying. You're denying like Mr. Porter's name. Yeah. So I clicked on it. It said, Den- but Eminem says denying and it sounds like denying, which is denying from Porter, Denon yeah. Porter from con D12. Artist. And oh, it's like, yeah. con artist. Yeah. So I was like, why the fuck did that not why did it not click with me the first time I heard it? I thought, wow. It, it's, it's, it, that's his lyrical genius. Yeah, that's his, his setup style. That's crazy. Crazy. I got this, this, again, dude, how many songs are we in? Like five, we are five That was tracks the fifth in. song. Yeah. We are five tracks in, and already this is better. What's the fourth song? Yeah, what we just talked about. So if you exclu- uh, okay, so fourth song. If you exclude the out, if you exclude the intro, yeah, yeah. So okay, excluding the intro, it's four songs. We're four songs deep, and it's it's already it's already it's already up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, oh, for sure. So in any any last uh, comments about this track before we move on to the next? No. This one's this one this one's great, amazing. Raj, no, I, I really like this one. Um, I mean, just his, his setups on this one. This one you definitely got to listen to a lot, maybe three or four, or five times, yeah. just to appreciate a lot of it. Um, no, I really enjoyed this one. Probably, probably my favorite. Eh, it's in my top three for sure. Yeah. All right, so from uh, that track, we move on to Favorite Bitch. Uh, so on Favorite Bitch, Eminem and Ty Dollar Sign personify hip-hop as a woman, addressing their love-hate relationship with the genre. The two of them reflect over their careers, their failures, their successes, and how they are perceived in the music industry. Uh, now, multiple rappers have used women as a metaphor for hip-hop in their music, most notably all the way back in the 1994 classic by Common, I Used to Love Her. 
uh, Eminem himself has previously used the same concept as well on songs such as 25 to Life and Seduction from his 2010 album Recovery. Yep. Uh, yeah, that album. <laughs> I thought you liked uh, Recovery. I did. Okay. But you you, you kind of said it in a condescending way, like all that. Oh, album. I didn't mean to. Like, yeah, that album. <laughs> I was like, I thought you hated Relapse. <laughs> oh, I, relapse ain't an album. <laughs> well, good point. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, this is one of the uh, the few tracks where Eminem doesn't technically go last. Uh, you know, uh, it, you've got the intro with him and Sly Piper where he says, no, for real, you know what I'm saying? Like, like music's my first love right but what it turned into is like you know these these cats got it got it now just like a hoe they ain't doing it or they ain't doing it now to make music you know what i mean it's not real switched it up then everybody done changed the shit out that damn yeah everybody done ran through it mumble rapping ain't no more substance and shit right uh they don't treat it the way it needs to be treated I kind of want that old thing back. Uh, and then right. it goes into that first verse where, I mean, shit, M goes off again. Where he's like, yeah, I was young and yeah, I was young and hungry. I was chasing the bag at 21. I was lucky to find an uneaten fucking honey bun. I forgot. I forgot about. <clears throat> now I got money filling out 50s, 100s, and 20s. And I know nothing is funny about the Manchester bombing. But we got something in common. Both of us are alarming. Foul, disgusting, and awful. So repugnant and ugly. I could give the Boston Marathon a run for its money. And you could say I'm a little bit immature. But this type of, this type of literature got me a little richer. But I'm, I get insecure when them dudes hit on you. Girl, you're letting them fiddle with your clitoris. Remember, you were my fucking... And then the chorus comes in and it's Ty Dollar Sign... And he, he goes, you know, you used to be my favorite bitch. Things will never be the same. Ain't it funny how you changed up and flipped the script? You done let a bunch of lames fall through and go plain that I can't permit. You ain't have to do it like that. Told you I'd be right back. Look what you did. I need a new chick. Like the music, I have to bounce on my favorite bitch. Uh, and, and I mean just without even going into the, the the second and third verse that's basically them saying you know that, that the mumble rap genre has killed hip hop and they sure want has. yeah absolutely and and they want like they they want real hip hop back uh and right. i'm sure that we're going to catch some flack for saying it like that but for me, real hip hop has substance in it. There's storytelling. There's actually schemes and bars and setups and 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 all that. And with mumble rap, bruh, to me, it's just them saying words, like right. really just making as much noise as they can mm-hmm. yeah. to the beat. And, and it's interesting that Ty Dolla Sign is on the track with him because you know how it's, it's like it's it's. It's unfortunate for Ty Dollar Sign because he he came out at the time that the mumble rap thing was getting popular, so he kind of got 
indirectly tied into that in a sense but then you know he separated himself immediately from it um there's a lot of rappers that came out around this time like good rappers that came out around the time of the the creation of the mumble generation and ended up kind of being like not not necessarily considered mumble rappers but just like thrown in that category of oh they're the new way they're the new generation like like i like tyler Alson. i think he's got a lot of good good stuff he even though before mumble rap came out it was very 2014 uh 2014 was it 2014 he's part of taylor gang i thought it was later than that i thought it nope. was like 2016 2017 nope so he's part of taylor gang 2014 then he came out with ty dollar in 2014 also yeah uh let's see let me mm-hmm. airplane mode came out 2015 okay uh free tc was also 2015 uh he had an ep for his beach house and he came out with a beach house later on Talk about it with another okay, EP in 2015. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. My but bad. He the issue is that he came out during that wave of like he was in Taylor Gang. He was in that wave where it was like Hello? three or four guys in a group, and they all just did like a bar, not even like full verses, but it was all beat, not lyrics. Right. Yeah. Uh. And so. Um the term mumble rap was actually first used in 2014 uh by vlad tv battle rap journalist uh michael hughes in an interview with battle rapper loaded lux about the styles emergent in mainstream hip-hop so wait who came up what rappers came out in 2014 Uh, i don't know hey can you hear me now yeah yeah, I had to un- I had to unhook my I had to unhook my uh, thing real quick. Oh, you're good. Because Roger was in the middle of talking, then all of a sudden he just quit and he started stuttering again. I was like, oh shit, let me fix this real quick. That's uh, weird that it says that Bumble Rat came out in 2014 because I'm well, looking at that's, the 2014. That's when the first that that was when the the term Bumble Rat was first coined by that's, uh, it, Vlad. But I'm trying to think about who was in it because I'm like. Cause I was like, obviously, I went to the Double Cell freshman class of 2014. Not a single one of them is a mumble rapper. No. All right. Well, let me or mumble rap, SoundCloud rap. Um, no, those are different. I think. I think SoundCloud uh, rap and mumble rap are a little different. SoundCloud rap is is more an emotional rap, like emo rap. Mm. It's it's on par with emo rap, in my opinion. But right, uh, I just, I just, the first time I heard like what, like what the article said, first time I heard the term mumble rap was 2014, you know, because that's when um, it, I had first heard it, um, and a lot of people criticized the mumble rap. I mean, J Cole, Hobson, you know, Webby, Logic, uh, Joyner, Lucas, M, you know, uh, but again, like a lot of people got thrown. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about Ty Dolla Sign. Like a lot of people got thrown into that thing because it kind of like how like a band would come out in like the mid, like the early 2000s, and they didn't consider themselves new metal, but because they came out at a time where new metal was at its height, they automatically were thrown into that genre, even though they weren't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the reference that I was trying to make. That was the comparison I was trying to make. Maybe I should have worded it better. Okay. But uh but, uh, but you guys but, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh 
I sure do. Uh, But back to uh, favorite bitch. I I think it's the third verse that really puts it all into perspective. uh, Because it goes, would you marry me again? Marry me again now that everything has changed. It'll never be the same as the era whence we came. From Nas to Pac, Ra, Eric B, and Kane. But now, but but I know a few from this era that are lyrically insane. And although most are never going to hit the level of Cole or Wheezy or be emotionally attached to Yo MTV raps, running home from school to catch an episode, the feeling that it gave you to rip the plastic off the tape you're holding, peel it back, yeah, tear it off and play it. And swear to God, four o'clock, we'd crowd around the TV, butter in his underwear and socks when Nani was con artist and Proof had his hair in locks. Mm. Yeah, back when Flavor Flav had us wearing clocks, back with Ed Lover, and there was two Dr. Dre's. That's a paradox. That's a paradox. Bro. Please don't tell me you just got that one. Yes. That was a bar right there, dude. So, I know you were talking about that, but I I had to look up the mumble rap beginning. Yeah. And technically, Future and Young Thug hit popularity in 2014. And those were the two mumble rappers. Yeah. Which All right. I, yeah, that's still and oh, Rich Homie Quan also. But I get I three guys, I guess. I I mean, all it takes is one to start a a, a, a fad, a, a somewhat of a movement. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, any, any a, last I'm... thoughts on favorite bitch before we move on to the next track? Um, it's probably. Might be the uh, best story on the album, maybe. Um, I'm trying to think about. I don't know what uh, what are for side B six, six tracks yeah, so in uh, fifth well, song fifth song in and one two three four five six seven eight he had, nine more songs yeah well fifth, more song, songs. fifth song in and he hadn't missed yet. You know, a lot of times we're like, oh, man, that one was good, but it didn't really fit. Like, man, what are you talking about? Al- theme was, no, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you better get out of here. <laughs> I mean, the only way these al- this album could have been better is, you know, having Little B on it. But, you know, can all be. <laughs> I'm going to choke you the next time I see you. <laughs> All right, so so from there we're gonna move on to the next track, Guns Blazing. So on Guns Blazing, Eminem reunites with Dr. Dre to trade verses and take shots at their partners. Dre's verse seems to be directed towards his wife Nicole Young, who he divorced uh, this year. Uh, so it, yeah, in 2020, uh, while the subject of M's verse is a woman named Michelle. Um. So yeah, this this also features Sly Piper uh, again. So so back to back, Sly Piper is on this. Uh, you got the intro, and he says, you know, uh, it's time to face the music, stay of execution, no more distribution. The fuck you doing? Uh, and then the chorus goes, you know, you did this to me. I'm right back on my bullshit. Right back on these. Or right back out of these streets. Just remember that you did this to me to yourself. Now you gotta suffer the consequences. Back back up to bat and swinging for the fences. 
uh and like man uh dre kind of kind of went in on the <laughs> off the rip yeah, yeah. off said, the rip <laughs> he said so let's make one thing clear here here my dear my resolution for this year no pollution fresh air my solution long hair with a fat ass i'm dead ass mile high club till i jet lag Rothstein <laughs> flow casino and you're like ginger we know single negro i don't need your double standards and hypocrisy and that fake hand holding on father's day you're a different motherfucker when you're not with me been sleeping with the enemy mockery it's like i'm john f kennedy shots at me yes i'm president of debauchery none of that bullshit ever got to me because your pillow brillo ditto breaking this shit down little by little i ain't got time for no fucking pom-poms should have let his dog out of the kennel like <laughs> Ooh. yeah so you could say they had a really great relationship oh yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> match, <laughs> match made in heaven dre went in his bag Drake mm. went his bag on that one. Uh, yeah, he did. But then M comes in and and kills it. I mean, it, it's it's hard to say that M killed Dre, but I mean, it, it, M came in and killed it. You know, I mean, Dre. I mean, Eminem's always killed Dre. Remember, Doctor Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. We need to swim and love Eminem. <laughs> chicken, 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 slim shady. I'm sick of him. Anyway, all right, let's continue. Uh, are we doing the song? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because he's like on the next one, but no. <laughs> uh, there, there's a spot. I meant the next the, verse. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're, uh, you're good. <laughs> yeah, there, there's there's a spot in the second verse, but where he says, you know, I could have name dropped you in my verse, but out of respect for your daughter. I won't blow your spot up because your toddler doesn't deserve to get caught up in our dirt. And good luck with her father. Bitch, you're stuck with him now. Ha fucking ha. Word to the doctor. These are wounds you can't nurse. Hope it's driving you bonkers that I'm not yours. Guess I must have got wise and you're not so sly. Just because you can make it up. Just because you can make up an on the spot lie. I'm coming out, guns blazing, shots fired. Hand Sandy, I'm cutting off ties. Uh, bitch, everything you own's in a box. Bye. Guess it's back to the trailer and pop pies. Hope, hope I pull up to a window at pop pies or at Popeyes one day, and you'll be serving me hot fries because you did this to me. Taste of your own medicine. You shed skin. Yeah, you reptilian bitch off of your knees begging for forgiveness you yeah look at you marry him again bitch you ain't m's bitch you're just a regular him's bitch he will never be we will never be together again ever and when you're in bed with him and wish you was with me just remember that you did this to me uh, and then later in the 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 final chorus uh, he actually does name drop and he says remember that Michelle you did this to me I'm right back on my bullshit right back on these streets mm-hmm. I do wonder who he's talking about though yeah who, who's Michelle 
Well, I looked up uh, Kim Mathers, and her middle name isn't Michelle, so it wasn't a reference to her. Well, I think um, Michelle's just a, a, a pseudo name he made up, so he doesn't actually expose who he's talking about. Yeah, it could be. It could possibly be that, yeah. Makes the most sense. But yeah, but but yeah, man, just, oh my, I mean, this whole fucking album from top to bottom has been just amazing. Like, I don't know about y'all, man, but there's no misses as of yet. Any misses? No. Not, no not misses. in my opinion. Not in my opinion. Like, does Roger, any misses? Has he missed once? Um, no, no, in seriousness, no. Uh, I don't, this this one is the strongest so lineup so far. Right. It's because he's not doing too much of a goofiness. He's going just straight at it and saying what he needs to say. Right. All right. Man, let's kick. It, let's go to the next one. This next yeah. one. Oh boy. Let's go to the next one and and see <laughs> if we we get a miss yet. So the next track is called Nat. Uh, so on Nat, the third promotional singer for Eminem's music to be murdered by B-Sides Project, the veteran rapper covers such topics as the COVID-19 pandemic, his former addiction to Valium, and Donald Trump's administration. The song's music video was directed by Cole Bennett's Lyrical Lemonade, who also shot the music video for the standard album's Godzilla back in January of 2020. Upon the December 2020 release of Side B and the Nat video, Cole tweeted, New music from Eminem out now. It is a beautiful thing when you get to recreate nostalgic moments from your childhood or with your childhood heroes. So, uh, um, real quick, Cole Bennett, uh, Lyrical Lemonade, the company at production company, they did a lot of the SoundCloud guys' videos. Um, yes, almost, I think almost all Juice World's videos were directed by Cole Bennett, um, uh, which makes sense why he would have uh, produced Godzilla because that featured uh, Juice World. Juice World. Yeah. Um, no, dude. I think he's like twenty three or something like that. And the fact that he's this good, like fuck. I wish I was that good when I was twenty three to video. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like it's no, crazy. he's fucking just amazing what these people can do. <laughs> right. But yeah. continuing on to the the album. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so so the song starts, you know, typical Cole Bennett, uh, and um, uh, producer uh, Da got that dope. Uh, to start out yeah just to start out with DA got that dope Uh, and then it goes into the chorus where uh, M he's like yeah these bars are like COVID you get them right off the bat infected with SARS and Corona like like you took a big bite off of that and it goes from Martian to human that's how the virus attacks they come at me with machine guns like trying to fight off a gnat like hmm that was a that that was a machine gun Kelly uh, diss. Oh, it, ha- ha- that, it, it was. It I mean, be. right. Well, yeah. So if you click on the uh, annotation from Genius.com, it says Eminem seems to be alluding to his mostly dormant beef with Machine Gun Kelly. Their well-documented feud dates as far back as 2012. So, uh, but 
it goes on to say that M also appears to be posing a metaphor for the global response to the COVID-19 pandemic. He is comparing the virus to a gnat and our many defenses against it, example, mass quarantines, lockdowns, etc., to machine guns. This might suggest that we are mounting every attack we have against an ultimately infinitesimal or unstoppable force. I didn't know that was a word. I, I didn't either until two seconds ago. <laughs> Infinitesimal. Let me. I'm looking that one up. Yeah. All right. You Shit, look that I, up. I got. I got a GED. You know, I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> I got a degree. I don't know what the fuck it is. So I mean. Uh, infinitesimal. Extremely small. Uh, in mathematics, in an indefinitely small quantity, a value approaching zero. So just super, super small. Okay. That's just... I I don't know that I would use that word ever in my everyday life, but... (laughs) We are mounting every attack we have against it. Ultimately, Okay, now I get... It makes more sense now that I know what it means more. Yeah, but I mean... See what happens when you read, guys? Just just read. Well, speaking of reading... Uh, great segue, great segue, yes. <laughs> Speaking of reading, uh, if, if you like to read or like to listen to uh, audiobooks, we have one hell of a deal for you. Right now, if you go over to audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio, we are giving you a 30-day free trial of Audible just for listening to movement radio. And you get a free book with that too. Yeah. That's yours. A free book. You know, at work, I was actually looking up the cost of books because uh, at work, I was like, man, I was like, I want to read a book from one of my favorite authors. I was like, yeah, I want to see if he has anything out that's new. And he does have like three more books. And I was like, man, these books were like 20 fucking dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, when the insane. fuck did books get up to dope prices? Like, damn. <laughs> when it's you got crazy, that adult man. money, you got to pay them adult <laughs> prices. Nah, man, it's bullshit. Uh, I wanted, but, but I was like, man. I, I, then I looked at the price on Audible. I was like, yo, yeah, that's that's where I'm gonna go. Cause like, not only do I get, like I like reading it, but you know what? Maybe I just want to listen to it. And I like I was thinking about it. It's like, well, I tried to read at work today, didn't work. And then I actually did put uh, some Audible on at work, and I was able to listen to like probably like forty percent of a book at work today. Yep. I was like, yo, yeah. It's like this, like man, like I've been missing out again. I'm glad I got Audible again. I fucking miss it. And also, we're on Audible too. Yes. Yes, you can listen to Movement Radio on Audible. And also, one last thing before we get into the uh, into the, the bars on Nat. Um, if you are a Amazon Prime member, Audible will give you two, count them, two free books every month. So, again... Go to audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio to get your free trial today. I wonder how many how many months you would have to have Audible to get like all the Rainbow Six uh books they have on there. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of books. Tom Clancy has a lot of books. <laughs> yeah, and those are good books. 
Oh yeah, I mean, if hey, hey war war stories, so anything like that, crime thrillers. Uh, that's what I was looking at crime thrillers today, man. It's like uh, I'm fiending for them again. Right. Like, I I got I got I got them cheeseburgers, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got them cheeseburgers. I need uh, them. <laughs> I, I, I'm currently reading uh, Storyteller by David Grohl. If you haven't read uh-huh. that, that's amazing. Um, but after this, I want to find uh, some more books, kind of like, um, the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, like that Dan Brown series. Like mm-hmm. that stuff really intrigues me. Um, I'm trying the series I'm reading now. Well, is from my, I have the books like multiple times. I've read it through multiple times, but I'm actually listening to it on Audible because it's actually narrated by the author. It's uh the it's the Henry Parker series, but it's written by Jason Pinter. Okay. Um, the first book is called The Mark, and what it is about this, uh, he's just straight out of high school. He gets a job at the newspaper, and he ends up getting like this small detail for like one of the big journalists just to go, you know, interview somebody real quick. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, hey, I can I can do this interview real quick, but you need to be gone by a certain time." And then he goes does the interview. When he's listening back, he's like, "Oh, you know, something doesn't feel right." He goes back ends up in this big old conspiracy involving the the new york mob the nypd the fbi just like crazy shit like that and it's just so good and it's it has a, such a good sense of realism so like i just keep reading because i need to like and even when i like i've read it so many times through and i still have that same feeling like the whole he has a uh, five in this series and apparently he started another one in 2020 he wrote two books so i gotta get that's what i was looking up on audible today i was like yeah i'm gonna get those i gotta get those i actually found i actually found me one um Uh it's a it's a novel by wesley snipes and ray norman uh and it's called talon of god uh i thought it was interesting and what it is is it's it's the the quick synopsis of it it says the acclaimed actor makes his fictional debut with this enthralling urban fantasy in which a holy warrior must convince a doctor with no faith to help stop a powerful demon and his minions from success from succeeding in in creating hell on earth and this thriving adventure of science and faith good versus evil damnation and salvation basically it's a it's end times prophecy meets like holy warrior like blade kind of shit like I mean, it's it's very very interesting uh it, 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 I, I would recommend it to anybody it's very interesting read yeah that will be put on the list <laughs> also the uh the dave Grohl book on audible is narrated by dave Grohl. see i like when they're narrated by the author because you know exactly you get to feel what their thought process was or what they wanted yes the sense of that part to be because I mean, you can read it through, and you can be monotone and stuff like that. So I got a, I got a quick question because this is something I found out that really so intrigued me. So do you guys hear your own voices when you think or read to yourselves, or no? I think I do. Like I hear a voice, and it kind of sounds like what my voice sounds like to me. But I'm yeah. not. Yeah. It, it's 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 weird. Like I, so, I've heard that there are people that don't hear anything. Apparently it's like a 50, 50 almost a pure like a pure 50/50 split. And I was like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Because like I when I'm thinking I hear what I think my voice sounds like cuz obviously mm-hmm. we don't actually know what our voice sounds like cuz the reverberations in our ears and jaw and everything. Right. But like and when I found out I think I went I had somebody that I worked with that says no they just don't 
like they don't hear anything when they think they just their brain just processes stuff but there's no like anything i was like how the fuck do you read <laughs> I, I, I read everything in morgan freeman's voice that'd be that's too much that's too much energy on my brain <laughs> yeah but i wonder if you could get have you seen my fucking forehead i got big brain come on now <laughs> <laughs> you got me you got big head we don't yeah, know about I big brain say, i was gonna say <laughs> at least you got a big head Hey, yeah. What what what's the classic sign? I dream in IMAX. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna start calling your finisher the talent of God? No. Aww. Um. But I mean, it would be cool to have a finisher like that. But nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep it the way it is. But uh, yes, down below we have a link. Just click it. Audible.com forward slash Movement Radio. I know some of you don't like reading. You don't have to read. Just listen. And there's podcasts on there. We're on there. There's self-help right. stuff, financial stuff, just anything. Sports Trust podcast. me, you'll, you'll find podcast. something. Yeah, you'll find something you like. Yeah. And here's the thing: you don't like reading, but you want to learn about stuff. There you go. Knowledge is power. Education is elevation. They don't want us to learn. They're trying to hold us down. But uh, I guess we can move on to the... That took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just speaking facts out here. But let's get on to the actual versus of Nat, since we cut off right at the beginning course. Yeah, uh, so so the first verse, man, like, there's, there's uh, a hot 16 here where he says, uh, ain't nothing you say could ever trump, nah, Mike Pence will get you killed if you're hypersensitive. I wasn't referencing the vice president. Chill. I mean, my penmanship at times tends to get ill. Violence, but with skill. That's why I, hence when I write, ends up with the mic and pencil getting killed. And I'm still ride or die for the squad. So you know what side I'm on. If a battle line's ever drawn, but if I get involved, It'll be like canines in a brawl, but similar to Mike Vick, but not similar to Mike Vick at all. Because even if I don't have a dog in a fight, they ain't never going to get rid of the fight in the dog. Mm. Bars. Bars. Oh, wow. We timed that so, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I hope we timed it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's God, this whole damn... Even 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 the last even the last eight where he where he goes got stripes like a tiger so I might get mauled a mic in my palms its claws I swing right for your jaw and rip it off with one swipe of the paw bitch you still on my dick or nah if I suck your wife is a straw I'm sick and I'm gonna and I'm not gonna cover my mouth the next time I cough just straight like yeah this is you know insanity you know yep. It's just so so witty, like so much. He he says says it in a goofy way, but he actually is saying it in a smart way at the same time. Yep, he was he was uncontroversially conf- controversial. If that makes I, any sense, I mean that's just him breathing apparently nowadays. Yeah, hell yeah, I don't get it. He hurt my feelings. 
but then well, you know the, what? Uh, I'll say this. Fuck your feelings. <laughs> no one gives a shit, you know? The world does not give a fuck about your feelings, and you can't make us give a fuck nope. about your feelings. Nope. You sure the fuck can't. Unless you're Hell, feeling half the suicidal. Time I said- Unless you're feeling yeah. suicidal, then reach out. We are always yes. Then we that. do care about your feelings. Yeah. Actually, we yeah. really we do actually care about y'all's feelings. Like we we really do care about people's feelings. <laughs> it, right. It's not good to hold that shit in at all. Nope, not no. at all. Uh, but then we're gonna move on to the second verse, uh, where I, I I'm not gonna lie, just by reading these lyrics as I'm listening to it, I, I caught a bar that I didn't catch before. Uh. So he he goes on and he says, you know, another 14 day quarantine. They're cordoning off everything. This shit looking like a horror scene, like me metaphorically, because them stay at orders seem them stay at home orders seem like they just keep getting more extreme. Who knows when this nightmare will end? Like Monroe, like, and I just caught that he was saying Marilyn. Nightmare will end. Marilyn, Marilyn, yeah. like Monroe. Norma Jean still got that heroin lyrical drip with that morphine and that Thorazine because I'm so fucking dope and you're a fiend and that's the one thing that hasn't changed for some semblance of normalcy but I might need the hydrochloroquine because I got that yeah the dark horse I'm a nightmare mom fed me volume like air thought that's why they called me called it a high chair I got a contact. <clears throat> I got a contact like eyewear. Wait a minute, bitch. Let me lie here. 2020 hindsight in my side mirror. Every year you drop the ball like Times Square. My hair trigger whenever I get it. <clears throat> my hair trigger whenever I get an idea. Like fuck. Now my name rings out like a sponge mop, and my drip was a drop in the bucket. So that gunshot you just heard just now in that one spot just came from the nine mil that i just got that's big bucks and i got full money clips and i'm loaded like mm. i mean just just showing his supremacy with words yes right yep uh but then then later this motherfucker is not missing no nothing but but then not yet a little later in in that same uh, verse he kind of flips his rhyme scheme just a little bit and he, he goes with uh, I know that I'm getting loaded the pen exploded Hiroshima with the flow uh, utopia with the dope I'm an OG like the GOAT here to get your goat little bit of sodium it's a salt like a salt sodium yes <laughs> yes uh, when I'm at the podium at your throat, holy camoli, I'm in the zone with the shit I'm on. Get a modium in the commode because nobody's even close. You're petroleum to plutonium. You're a phony. I'm at the crib with your hoe. <clears throat> got her got her at the pole like voting with no clothing. Stripped down to a toe ring and here we go with the gloating. I got my nose in the air like a Boeing. Then I then I got into a little bit of an argument with her, so I took a little lick of a Kalanapin at dinner. Then I hit her with the motherfucking ottoman and bit her. Then I shot her <laughs> in the liver, delivered her to the bottom of the river. But I'm probably gonna jump in the water with her with a weight with a wad of money because I got a lot of it. 
and when it comes to dripping i'd be sopping like 100 mile an hour never running out of either one of them i gotta get it like bro he he not missing yet no like, not at all <laughs> not he, at he's all. 10 for 10 right now out, down, out on the court can't let him get uh get him don't get him on the bench yet no exactly uh any any last thoughts on on that i mean no i mean <laughs> bars <laughs> just bars bars for days bro he 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 he, he hitting every mark yep every, all of them all right so um we're gonna move on from that to the song higher now higher is produced by eminem where he shows off his lyrical capabilities and talks about his life after fame his successful work and bars uh the tracks hook is once again performed by sly piper and eminem expressing how he is uncertain about his future uh same can be said about eminem himself the beat is filled with 808s and sounds like a metal beat now the official music video for the song premiered alongside the ufc 257 match featuring uh poirier and mcgregor the video was inspired from and imitated the mama said knock you out music video from ll cool j in 1990 uh and for those wondering who sly piper is um he is uh, a producer that is actually signed to aftermath entertainment uh and he's also the the co-founder and part of the production team the peacemakers so yep uh but i mean let's get right on in uh to uh to to the first verse uh it m you know he goes uh i look at me now and i'm thinking damn how proud of me i am what i did is nothing to sneeze at even if your allergies are bad it's like it's like i'm up in a balcony in france i look around i see the fans how they surround me in the stands probably could drown in a sea of hands they're hollering shady Shady. yelling it out to me and that's what i mean when (coughs) i say that one day some way somehow if i get the chance to get a crowd i'd flip it around and have a crowd give me the chance i've done it all man but in actuality, I haven't. And then the chorus, yeah. the chorus, he goes, where am I supposed to go from here? Hey, real, I really have no idea. All I know is that every time I think I hit my ceiling, I go higher than I've ever fucking been. Where am I supposed to go from here again? Really, I have no idea. All I know is every time I think I hit my ceiling, I've got, I go higher than I've ever fucking been. Basically saying that every time people like us you know who are fans and, and we break down the the lyrics and everything and we're like man this this was a plus then he comes out with something else and we're like damn i guess this is a plus plus you know so he he feels like he just keeps getting better and better over time yeah this it's is because he evolves over time yes he does, and he's very specific on the things that he talks about. And, you know, like, even in the second verse where he goes, you know, I got no time for haters in this bitch or toleration with the shit. 
but like medication, my dedication the, the, and the time it, t- it takes to do the shit reminds me of how I overcrowded a hospital waiting room will get. What I mean is maybe I have more patience than I'm able to admit. Okay, bars. Yeah, but I'm still mentally stable as a three-legged table in this bitch. Fame was a switch, but I was grateful to trade the shit for the trailer in a hitch that it would make me the raving lunatic, but I made it through my situation and hit pay dirt, but I get paper like a stapler in this bitch. Just, bro, you know, and then it's like uh, the next bar is, but just because I get a little change don't mean I've changed a little bit. Brain full of wit, dangerous, can't extinguish this English language when it lit. And I'm just berating you with it. It's shady till I'm 82. I'll spit this crazy. Even Dre, he knows I'm a blow. Better get the handkerchief again. Like, and, and the way he, and, and, and I'm just reading the lyrics. I can't, uh, I can't, I can't write, I can't rhyme the way he rhymes or spit the way he spits his his bars and in, in, in the songs. It's just like, golly, like, I mean, he just, I mean, I'm mentally stay. I'm still mentally stable as a three-legged table. <laughs> you know, how, you know, unsteady. It's a perfect bar, especially for that, um, for what Shady could do. Um, but yeah, but I also think that the song and and you kind of skipped over the the intro where he goes, you know, I've been around for a while now. I'm not sure, you know, if I have much stuff to prove. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, and it's basically like him saying, you know. This is, you know, you guys think I hit my ceiling? Watch this. You know, then he just goes off. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then the third verse, he he goes kind of, he goes backwards and he talks, you know, about his childhood a little bit. And he said, he says, you know, been in survival mode since, since a five-year-old. It was I alone since my trike was stole, spiral notebook and a microphone. But looking back now, looking back how bad it was then, if it hadn't been for the pad and the pen, addict mom and deadbeat dad, I wouldn't have had the savage within, having to mm-hmm. win every single battle I'm in. All I ever wanted to be was an MC. Tediously, I wrote obediently, believing in me. EPMD must have been teaching degrees, learning to defeat enemies with the ink. Thinking of these rhymes would be as easy as E and graffiti. Yep. Graffiti would be like remedial reading to me. Till my last breath leave my lungs, I'ma beat my drums for the streets I'm from. The East Side slums gotta gotta remind them. I'll take a foe out like fee five fum. Get you get it? Fee five foe fum. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, he, <laughs> I take a foe out. You see my finger? You see my thumb? You see my fist? Fuck a peace pipe. I'm here for the smoke, but it's not the weed I want. With this beat, I brung with the beef I've come, but you never bring it if you want to reply from. Because if you had to be lyrically inclined to be a steep climb up, that'd be an uphill battle. But I'm up like your feet in a recliner, and I think I'm about to go out on a limb like a tree climber. Time to push my ceiling higher. So, uh, like bars 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 and he, and he hadn't missed yet that's the he, thing. he doesn't not, miss he doesn't, doesn't miss. miss i mean on on this album 
I, I would say he doesn't. He hasn't missed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But like I said, man, for me, Higher is one of my favorite songs on the record. <clears throat> um, it to, to me... Oh, we hadn't even gotten um, to my favorite song on the record yet. Well, I, I understand that, but, but for me, I look at Higher and... Before y'all jump down my throat, let me just explain what I what I'm thinking. To me, I put higher in the same category as "Lose Yourself," "Till I Collapse," songs like that. It's motivational, you know what I'm saying. And anyone who hears it, where it's like, you know, every time I think I hit my ceiling, I go higher than I've ever fucking been. In a way, it's kind of like it's a motivational thing, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you know, where are you supposed to go from here? Well, shit go higher well maybe i've hit my ceiling fuck it go through that ceiling go higher you know you know and maybe i'm not elaborating it the way that i'm trying to but you know that that's the way i feel i don't know how you guys feel about the song but that's my takeaway from it no i mean I, if that's how you feel i mean i, I can't tell you how to yeah. feel about the music yeah for real <laughs> we ain't I mean, trying to change your opinion i mean mm-hmm. Do we agree with it? Probably not. But I mean, I see where you're coming from, though. Yeah, I definitely can see where you're coming from. I do get the motivational part of what you're trying to say. Yep. Right. I'm not saying it's better than Till I Collapse or Lose Yourself. I'm just saying it's in that same. See, I'm probably one of the few minorities that doesn't really... I don't think Till I Collapse is all that good. See, and and I'm in the minority that I don't think... I. I don't think Lose Yourself is all that good. No, it's just the biggest mainstream one he had ever since uh, My Name Is. Yeah, but... Because obviously the movie. But yeah, I mean, I I, I I don't think it's that great either. I do like it here and there, but I don't seek it out. Like, that's not one of the Eminem songs I seek out. Right. But then uh, it's on an album that I we don't listen to anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, so, any last thoughts about about that track? Love it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely good. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna move on from that track to these <coughs> demons. Uh, now, these demons is it's Eminem's first collaboration with Dallas hip hop artist Maj. Uh, now, I'm not familiar with this guy, but I looked him up, and uh, so he was formerly known as Samaj. Uh, he's a musician coming out of Pine Bluff, Arkansas but he currently lives in Dallas, Texas and is tempering with grudge inflicting or grunge inflected production, soulful delivery and nocturnal hip hop with stark vulnerability and confessional storytelling. So, uh, he, he was originally a, uh, YouTube star who became known for representing a Minecraft creeper hoodie in his videos. Um, uh, so oh minecraft yep yep minecraft's still going strong too never got into it man i dedicated way too many hours to uh to minecraft i mean parker plays it which is great i let him he plays that and he got fortnite too so yeah he I, got the non-build mode yeah, yep. I, I spend way too many hours on yep. my, or on uh, Fortnite. I done dedicated way too many hours to that. Yeah. I just got Valorant. Yeah, my son goes back and forth between Fortnite and Madden. 
uh, right now I'm back and forth between Fortnite and Need for Speed uh, Heat. I'm waiting on uh, Sniper 5 to come out. I'm waiting for uh, F1 2022 to come out next week. Uh, did you pre-order it? Uh, not yet, but I will probably on when I get paid. <laughs> right. All right. But it comes out in six days and I get paid before that, so we're good. Good. Gotta make sure you get that that copy. Yeah, I might I might do uh I might do a video do the story mode videos for the YouTube channel. Oh, that's what uh, that's what's up. I th- I think with the uh, cause that's an EA game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I get it free with the uh, Game Pass, so I'll definitely you should. be playing it. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> before we get too far off the track with formula one um so uh so uh maj provides uh thought-provoking commentary with clever lyricism it's clear no subject is off limits for these demons as the track is filled with references to celebrities pop culture and current events eminem creates an outlet through the covid19 pandemic and the protests surrounding the death of george floyd so that he can channel the civil unrest of the United States and twist it into expressive commentary about the frustration that 2020 brought into the world. The song received very little promotion outside of Maj's appreciation on Twitter, where he says, "Uh, I just want to say thank you to my idols, legends, at Rosenberg, at Eminem, for this crazy opportunity. Go stream the album. I'm featured on track 10. Uh... So, but this was kind of what M was doing during this time. He was just putting shit out and not promoting it and still hitting number one. Yep. Right. Uh, I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're one of the best, you can do that. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I do find it interesting. Like the very first verse where it says, I want you to change, but don't change. I want you to grow up, but don't age. I want you, I want the rage but don't get too angry. I want the new, but old Slim Shady. I want you to say what they won't say. Just don't go too far, but go cray. I want I want you to almost lose it, man. They keep moving the goalposts, don't they? You know. So let's like, cut to the chase like OJ yeah. and his Bronco going up the roadway. <laughs> like, Well, I, I just wanted to focus on the first eight yeah, balls. I but, apologize. Didn't no, continue, but, but. but that that right there is like <laughs> so let's cut to the chase like OJ <laughs> in his Bronco going up the roadway like right you got to but yeah I mean this this that 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 first uh, eight is is definitely like how people look at M right now uh, and have for you know a, a, a few years they're like man right. why can't he go back to being the old Slim Shady well, but then when he does go back to the, being the old Slim Shady, they're like, nah, man, that's whack. You know, I mean, they don't he, know what they want. Exactly. Right. You know, uh, but, you know, M just, you know, he has evolved over time and, and I'm here for it. Like, he clearly can't talk it about uh, doing drugs and being broke anymore because he, he's not broke. And he doesn't do drugs. He can't talk about living in a trailer park because he doesn't live in the trailer park anymore. 
like he's still Eminem yeah but there are things that he can't talk about because a he's already done that and b that's not his life anymore that would be like you know uh michael vick continuously talking about fighting dogs he he never fought dogs and he, that's not his life anymore so that's for real like that's i don't know any other form of entertainment that people are like that because i mean nobody's watching like denzel like man this denzel movie's good but it ain't you know it ain't training day he'd never be that again like nah i never hear people say that shit right yeah but, but when it comes to rap you can't evolve but you can't be the same either so what what are the, what what's the deal you can't evolve you can't stay the same you know well i mean it's like that i mean hell it's, it's like that in other uh, entertainment pro wrestling for example you know people got so pissed off because john cena would never turn heel you know he just stayed the same he was the same person every single time you know and then you would have the situation where it'd be like a cm punk who's very popular he switches heel and they get mad at him for doing it it's like what the fuck do you want you want you do you, you want shit to get stale and stagnant or do you want us to evolve like what the fuck you know i don't yeah. know it's weird i, I don't know hip-hop is the only also the only form of music where people talk about goat status that's not true i mean yeah, that's, people, uh... people try to claim that the beatles are the goat band and they're garbage yeah I've, I've never heard people argue almost to the death about who the goat of rock music or country music or blues or jazz is. This country is undeniable. We all know already who it is. Johnny Cash. I, you're not going to get no argument from me on that. But <laughs> See? <laughs> uh, yeah, no argument. Yeah, Johnny Cash. But 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 you see what I'm saying, like yeah, no, no, we get what you're saying, like but yeah, you're right. I mean, like motherfuckers will be in the street with fucking arsenals, yeah, uh, legit trying to kill each other. Uh, yeah, oh 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 oh, you, you you trying to tell me that uh, Fifty Cent ain't the goat? Nah, man, fuck you. You know, man, like, Fifty Cent ain't been the goat since 2003. <laughs> Fifty Cent ain't been the goat since his first album. Yeah, 2003. Anyway, uh, uh, but so so later on in this same verse, uh, M he, he gives another shout out to LL Cool J, uh, which I mean, as we know is kind of his idol. Like right. that's my thing. Like when did that become a thing? What, like what, he started what, what, talking about him in what uh what album was it that he started like we really started noticing it was it, was it two albums ago. Three I want to say two albums ago. No, because uh, he mentioned something about it on Marshall Mathers LP two. I thought that's was it that two or three albums ago. Three albums, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, like when did this like random? I mean, it's not really a random appreciation because LL Cool J is nasty. People, yeah. if you don't know who, if you ain't heard LL Cool J, you only know him from being on NCIS, New Orleans or Vegas, whichever one it is. Vegas with lip sync battle. Like I said, and see, yes. <laughs> hey, hey, that first episode of uh, Lip Sync Battle was was the goat. Oh, 
Who was on yeah. the first one? <laughs> the Rock. The Rock versus Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I'm just talking about The Rock. Uh, right, uh, right, yeah. When he, he came right, out bro. singing Taylor Swift. Oh my right. God, that was hilarious. Right. So, like I said, NCIS <laughs> or Deep Blue Sea or Mindhunters, which is fucking phenomenal. It's a very underrated horror movie. Mm-hmm. Or criminal crime thriller, not really a horror well, movie. Uh, here's here's the thing: if if all you know from LL is his love songs and his acting career, you are missing out on a plethora thora of great bars shit. yes <laughs> yes radio although Man. there are some sus- there are some suspect bars that he's, he's put out I, I will yeah we'll talk about those at, a, at another time because i got an idea for a series i want to talk to you guys about um okay. but you know he says you know uh all i ever wanted was a rope chain from the day that i saw cool j on soul train now I got that Kangle, two cables, one gold and one white gold plated just to let them know that I made it. Like he out here telling you like, yes, I made it. Right. Uh But but then, you know, uh we go down into the second verse and uh he, he kind of talks about the the pandemic a little bit. You know, he says this pandem- got, pandemic got pandemic got a recession. <coughs> We need to reopen America. Black people dying. They want equal rights. White people want to get haircuts. Some people protest. Some people riot. But we ain't never escaping the virus. Till the cops that are racially biased. We no longer enable these liars. You got them on tape. They stick to a story like Spider-Man crawling upside of a wall. And some some are just unabiding as lawmen. Like Garrett Ruff. And like Derek Chauvin, no cap, still riding with Colin. Like, still, like, you know. Still in Ka- Kaepernick's corner, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and then he goes on, you know, so the, then give them album that I put out in like 2000. Well, let me, let me back up a little bit. He says, Summer Like Bees to Flowers. Cause some people find me appalling. Oh, I say a line. People are outraged. The press slams me again. People ain't having it nowadays. Then give them an album that I put out in like 2000. You griped about praise, but I wake up every day, even more caked up than the makeup on your clown face. And I laid my foundation. Like, you know, he talking about a lot of stuff right there. Yeah, man, the the George Floyd situation, the pandemic, um, Colin Kaepernick, um, outraged by the Gen Zers that want to fucking you know cancel him, and you know people getting outraged by his lyrical content and stuff. Yep, yeah, uh, it's crazy. Then in the third verse, he gives a couple of shout outs uh, and some more disses. Uh, he says it's like your bitches midriff shits. Shit gets my dick stiff as a stick shift. Dick as in Cheney, drip as in saline. They bring my name up. They bring my name up just to get ratings. It's like trying to choose between busy, lazy, or wish against crazy. Cause I got a bone to pick and slim shady will thug and harm any. Like mm. thug and harmony. Bone thugs and harmony. Uh yep. you know, uh who attempt to diss Haley. 
bitch, I will go in like it's raining and I get canceled yes. like once a day. Why would I go? go it's stay. more fun to stay. stay. You get to <laughs> you get me to leave. There's no fucking way. I got a better chance of fucking, chance young fucking young MA. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. I had to pull the car over when I heard that shit. Dude, I was laughing so hard. I was like, shit. I was like, damn, man. Shout out to Young M.A. too. She was doing her thing, man. But damn, that, that got me. That threw me for a loop when he heard, when he said that. I was like, what the fuck? <clears throat> but the question is, has this man missed? No. 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 <laughs> uh, now it does get a little a little comical uh later in the verse he said these fucking the, there's a fucking circus in town yeah bitch this verse finna clown icp r kelly te- sex tape icp my shit's intense like tippus you get you getting wiped like tp you don't like me you can bite my little white wee wee and I repeat, you can bite my white wee-wee long as I-L-I-V-E. And ever since my preteen striped Lee jeans and Grandma Nan's little black and white TV, now I'm so bougie that I stick out my pinky every time I drink tea. Used to want a wife's sweet tea. Used to rock wife beaters. Now I let your wife beat me so you can eat shit. But I might be the shit. So when I say eat shit, I mean me. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I he was trying to just be, I guess, use his wordplay and do his double entendres and stuff like that. But yeah, it was kind of goofy. Yeah, that's what I said. It gets a little goofy. Uh, and and now if. If you guys missed it, where when he says, you know, used to want a wife, sweet tea. Uh, sweet tea is an American rapper uh, whose debut album, It's Tea Time, was released in '88, right around the time Eminem would have been in his preteens. So, okay, yeah. Nah, I I don't know her. I don't remember anything by her. Oh, uh, but Rod, I have no idea. Okay, no idea. <laughs> but watch it be somebody we do know. We just didn't know it was the person, right? Uh, but uh, so uh, we're yeah. ready to move on to the next one. Let's move on to the to the next one. Uh, the next one is actually just a skit. Uh, so he he went real skit light on this one uh but uh so this says uh best skit ever the piano intro is the same we hear in the obi trice song cheers if you listen closely you can notice a slight difference between shady's voice in the side b album and in the encore era i think it was recorded previously scrapped and revived for this album as a skit um so it, it there is a little bit of um like a, a small verse I yeah, guess you could uh, say yeah um, uh yeah 
I mean, it's what? Uh, four bars, maybe? Five bars? Is that a key in my pocket, or am I just happy to see me? The hot chicks that are here for me and only me. Because I am the cuz. The cuz meaning cousin, meaning steaming back to bro. Because bro, I'm the dude. And the dude gets all the chicks. Chicks is all the thine getting. Because that's all the needeth is the chicketh. The chickadees running about. And you'd be lucky to get my second leftover hot chicks. But he's, it's it's like a drunk, you know, thing, you know. Um, right. I get that it was a skit, and maybe we shouldn't hold it against him because he probably just made this just to be goofy or stupid. But if you took it took took it away from the album, I wouldn't have missed it. No, uh, but it's M. He loves his skits. Uh, yeah, and he only has he only has one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just this Probably one. Only two, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but anyway, we'll move on to the next actual track. Um, yeah, and uh, it's the track "She Loves Me." Now, "She Loves Me" is produced by a star-studded producing team. You got Bluetooth, Trevor Lawrence Jr. No, not the football player. Uh, Focus. You don't know that. I do know that. You know why I know that? Because <laughs> this Wikipedia page shows that he is a black man behind a set of drums. I mean, hey, got the jungle fever. <laughs> Bro. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 so it, Trevor Lawrence Jr. is also known as Trev Beats. Uh, he's one of R&B and hip hop's best and most popular drummers for sessions and tourings. So. Okay. Uh, one of those, those silent... Uh, behind the scenes kind of guy yeah um, or he lets his work do all the talking mm-hmm. yep so it's bluetooth trevor lawrence jr focus and dr dre and so they all teamed up on this 12th track on music to be murdered by side b however this is not their first time working with eminem or in this project uh the lyrics involve eminem complaining about his girl caring about his fame and wealth instead of himself as a person uh you know the intro it goes you know she loves me she loves me not not for who i am but for what i got and i don't want to blow up her spot but da na 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 da na uh is that uh is that old red doing some bars it might be um, so the short jingle is a reference to a jingle of many comic book heroes which M looked up to as a kid uh, M has made many references to superheroes such as Superman near the end of his of this song uh, an example of a similar superhero jingle is na 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 or na 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 of Batman I'm trying to see. Yeah. Okay. Batman. Yep. Batman. Well, he's totally uh, Robin to uh, and Doctor Day was uh, Batman. Yep. Right. What so. did he call him? I can't remember what he called him in a video. Ratman. Uh, 
Gatman. 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 Yeah. Two trailer park girls surround the outside. I thought it was two trailer park girls go around the outside. That's what I said. I thought you said surround. No. Oh. <laughs> hey. Sir, are you mishearing him again? <laughs> I, I probably am. Maybe I've had a little too much to drink tonight. I don't know. Well, let, me, let the Malibu while, and pineapple away. While, let's say wild stabbing the dog. That's Malibu and pineapple. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tonight, I went outside my comfort zone and I got Miller High Life. What? Oh. Yep. American beer. Ugh. Mm. Now, I had something at uh, damn uh, Kobe the other week. Uh, it was some. So it was it was it was it was an import. It was called Tao Zhao or something like that. Shang Zhao or something like that. It Japanese was, beer. Yeah, it was nice. It tasted like it tasted like Heineken, but a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, uh, not bitter, but it, it just had a, it, it, it. It tastes similar to Heineken. I thought it was really good. Yeah, uh, Miller High Life is okay. It's not my go-to, but they had these. Uh, these little seven ounce bottles and uh they were on sale and i was like ah, i'll try it and yeah the high life yeah anyway uh so we're gonna jump <coughs> into uh verse one of she loves me uh and it you know it, it's it goes uh lady i've been watching you from the back every time that you walk past hate to put you on blast but you got a bomb ass been checking you out ever since the second you stepped in through Nani's dressing room. Girl, you're stunting. I'd bet that you'd zap me if I was next to you. Sparks will fly. I expect them to. I'd be shocked if they didn't because you're Carmen Electrocute. Get mm. it? Yep. Yes. Electrocute, okay. cute, ele- Carmen Electrocute, yeah. yeah. Well, Sparks fly, Electrocute, yeah. Triple, yeah, triple, yeah. That's a triple entendre. Uh, that's right. And those ain't just sound effects. I knew something was special. As soon as we swapped info, I knew that. And then it goes into the chorus again. You know, she loves me. She loves me not for who I am, but what I got. But she loves me. She loves me not. She loves me. I said because she loves me. She loves me not for who I am, but what I got. But she loves me. She loves me not. Uh, but then you know it, it goes you know verse 2 he says sorry I missed your call again uh, I'd be in the studio usually but tomorrow afternoon for me work beautifully if your schedule's open you say that's cool with me but you stood me up twice slim you're 0 for 2 with me cause like a basket you've been going through hoops for me but if if the ball's in my court why don't we shoot for 3 yeah, I'll pick you up mm. and we'll cruise through the D. And as soon as we hung up, I'm like, woo. You know, this um, this is a typical quote unquote love song uh, from M. Uh, and I mean, there's still some bars in it, but it's um, I don't think it's on the level of the previous songs no but every song but every album has at least one song on it that either a doesn't fit with the record or b it's it it it's not as good as some of the other songs on the record 
yeah. What what do you say, yeah. Rob? No, I agree with Tyler on that one. Um, gosh, my nose. Um, allergies are killing me so bad right now. Uh, Holland's a bitch, isn't it? Yeah. Pollen is killing everybody right now. Um, so from from there, we'll move on to the uh, the next track. Uh, next track is Killer. Uh, Killer is the 13th track off Eminem's 2020 project, Music to Be Murdered by Side B, which is what we're talking about now. Uh, now this was produced by a hip hop popular hip hop producer Da Got That Dope, who you also got that dope. Yes. Uh, who also produced some of the other tracks of this project, most notably Godzilla. Uh, so on this trap uh, track, M raps about his fortune and success throughout his career while paying homage to multiple tracks and artists that helped him along the way. All the while, Eminem frequently references famous serial killers for he is a true killer of the industry. Um, now, I, I like this song. Um, but I think I like the remix a little bit better. Um, I've not heard the remix. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you here in a minute. Uh, but the chorus, he says, you know, now count it five, 10. Yeah. 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah. Get that money. Throw it in the furnace. Yeah. This should be funny. Earn it just to burn it. Swag dripping from me. Um, you know, in the first verse, he goes, uh, that's what I do with money. Get got money up the ass. Call it to- toilet paper. Yeah, flush with cash. Girl, nice butt. Is it up for grabs? Just want to touch your ass. Is that too much to ask? I made a grip. I know it's tough to grasp. Get the bag. Call it potato chips. I stuff in a duffel bag on some public transportation shit. Cause I'll bust your ass. Fuck the chain. <laughs> I'm off the trailer hitch. I got a bunch of swag. Um. The beat to it and the, it had that very like that. It's it, it was, it was different. Something like it wasn't that your typical Eminem beat. If that makes any sense. Definitely. But he made it work. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh. Need some Benadryl, brother? I'm trying not to fall asleep. If I do the bacterial allergy, if I take that Benadryl, I'm done. Right? You're going to hear a thud because me just dropping. <laughs> like, uh, Roger? Ro- All right, time to wrap up. <laughs> right? Put your ass out. Uh, now I'm starting right. to get that like horrible like sinus congestion that's starting oh, to get the pressure in my nose and shit. Uh, uh, that's why I'm just trying to breathe through my mouth right now. Right? <laughs> Um, no, I actually did like the his cadence in this one. I liked it a lot, just the way he delivered and stuff like that. Um, I guess I'll have to listen to the remix to see for sure which one I like better. Uh, um, I, I, ju- I just sent it to you, uh, but you know they they mentioned um, dimensions. <laughs> yeah, the, no, they they mentioned him talking about serial killers in this, uh, and it's it, it doesn't really come into play until the third verse where he it starts off it goes uh, attack like the ripper all over the track doing laps like a stripper now now whoa whoa look out wrap circles around clowns surround sound 
John Rambo's back and my ammo stack and I'm cocking raps. I'm in your head. Other words, I'm stocking caps and I'm talking mm. facts like Office Max. Never down. I'll be one like an insomniac. Girl, I got racks. You got a rack. <clears throat> How you got all that back and no body fat. I'm in all with that. When I stopped the Pontiac at the laundromat that I saw you at, you almost had a heart attack. Went into cardiac. You ran inside and told your boyfriend, like, I'll be back. But for all I knew, I probably act like Daniel Wozniak. I'm a psychopathic killer. I'm a cat peeler, caterpillar with a boniac of bananas or a botanic of bananas. You never heard better vernacular coming from your scapula for the lack of better word, Dracula, because I'm attacking a rapper with the fernic nerve. I'm a savage back to put the dagger in the back of competitors, predator, and scavenger. I'm a carnivore and a baller. You're at the dollar store. What the fuck you got a wallet for? You're all you're all poor. I was living in Squaler, but uh uh not no more. Now I'm the one they holler for. Fuck shit up like a dinosaur in a China store. Bitch, I'm number five minus four. Yep. And if y'all didn't get that bar, he's saying he's number one. There you go. I thought you were saying he was the five greatest rappers of all time. I mean, he could be. He, dylon, he... Dylon, Dylon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you can make the song or not make the song. You're too close, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How, oh, what do you think about say, this one? Yeah, any any final thoughts? Where where are you guys feeling on this one? Uh, like I said, I'm going to listen to remix here in a second. I'm going to wait for it to go off because I can just pay attention to it. I like I like the song, but I like the remix better. Yeah, uh, and and, and on the, on the remix, M, it's it's almost like it's a whole new song because. <clears throat> M's verse on that, it's not a rehash of any of the verses on the original. It's a whole new verse. And he slaughters it. It's amazing. Well, of course he slaughters it. Um, I'll give it a listen when I can then. Yep. Alright, uh, next up is the song Zeus. Uh, now Zeus it features New York recording artist White Gold and contains some of Eminem's most ruthless the most ruthless bars and name drops from Music to be Murdered by a Side B. This is the 14th song on the track list and the second to feature White Gold. He also appears on You Gonna Learn alongside Royce to 5-9. Eminem begins by taking shots at Takeshi 6ix9ine and Machine Gun Kelly whose long-running beef with M dates all the way back to 2012. Backdrop with stellar production by T-Minus and Luca Motti, Eminem winds his way through a plethora of topics, including references to the Roots' own Tariq Black Thought Trotter, Chris Brown and Rihanna's 2009 feud, Snoop Dogg's 2020 Breakfast Club remarks, a brief tribute to victims of police brutality, and callbacks to his October 2013 hit single, rap god among others now me personally this is my favorite song on the album um and there's no intro 
it just goes straight into verse one and <laughs> yes. this motherfucker goes off it says no, no forget hold on time out forget about the first forget about the first verse the first bar the first line of the first verse that's all you need to know is like go ahead where, where, where he says she says i'm trash but she listens to takeshi Yep, bitch, you like, lost me. Fair weather, uh, wishy washy. <laughs> she thinks machine washed me. Swear to God, man, her favorite rapper wish he'd cross me. I love conflict. Got obnoxious, subconscious. I'm afraid to unlock. Keep these monsters in the closet. I'm more. I, I, I'm what an idiotic savant is. But I've been throwing down gauntlets since that underground raucous, where I planted my roots. That's how I had a whole planet that roots for me, as in the group. And no one thinks dark as I think. So imagine the havoc these black thoughts are to wreck. And that's where he, you know, he he mentions black thoughts and he says to wreck. Black thoughts' real name is Tariq. So. Yeah. Uh, right. As in Trotter, I keep slaughtering beats. Shout out to Beat Miners and T Minus. But, but me, long as I breathe, promise to be honest and wholeheartedly apologizes to Rihanna for that song that leaked. I'm sorry, Re, it wasn't meant to cause you grief. Regardless, it was wrong of me. But and then I'll be on my own. Yep, head up head in, the, up clouds in like the clouds like Zeus. When you say, when they say you ain't the goat, I come down like who? Who? <laughs> but I got my head up in the clouds like Zeus. Swear I see game from a bird's eye view. Bitch, you talking to a rap god? Girl, you talking to a monster? A, you got to give your whole damn life to the music thing. They gonna turn around like they don't love you. Yep. Uh, the second verse is is hard, but man, it's that third verse where he really fucking goes in. Right, uh, like the 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 first part of the third verse for me. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, uh, but the first good. part of the third verse where he's like, "I've seen them come and go. I've seen the hugest debuts. I've had a great view to see the game through." And Drake, they're gonna turn on you one day too. And the more you win, the sooner they do. They'll be calling you a trash bin, saying that your new one isn't better than the last end. Even if even if it is, once they start to turn your backs, they ain't never coming back in. They did it to chance. Next, they'll be mentioning future in the past tense. We're saying adios to Migos. I ain't dissing. I'm just trying to keep the shit to C note. The same people been trying to doing do do the trying to do shit the to me so so I call them peephole because they're so easy to see through them. Like whoa, you know. So immediately he was. It, it's the it's the it's the it's the narrative of you know they love you. I, I always harken back to what the Joker. Uh, Heath Ledger's version of the Joker said to uh, Batman in the Dark Knight where he goes, oh, they need you right now. But when they don't, they'll cast you out like a leper. You know, in, in kind of that same vein in a sense. Um, What's that old saying? Live long enough to see yourself become the villain? Yep. Die what a hero. What if, you already are, what if you already are a villain? Yep. That, you become that, a good guy? <laughs> Maybe. Uh... But but later in that verse, he, he says, man, I got to be doing something, right? I got 11 years of sobriety, so the only bottom I be hitting is if it's sodomy. Wait, <laughs> I mean, you think that somebody handed a saw to me? 
<clears throat> how I'm chopping these bars. They keep wanting me to rap responsibly, but I'm constantly passing the buck like the fucking Dollar Tree. But I'm gonna <laughs> always remind you that I came from poverty. Black people saved my life from Dr. Deshaun. And all that we want is racial equality. R.I.P. Laquan McDonald, Trayvon, and Brianna, Atiana, Tatiana, Rashawn, and Dominique, Eric Garner, and Rodney King. Now we can't get along till all these white motherfucking cops who keep murdering blacks are off the streets. And as far as squashing beef, I'm used to people knocking me, but just not in my camp. And diplomatic as I'm trying to be, last thing I need is Snoop Dogg dogging me. Yeah, man, dog, you was like a damn god to me. Nah, not really. I had dog backwards. Now I'm starting to think all these people taking shots at me. Shit, it's no wonder. And then it goes into the chorus, you know. So he mentioned, you know, because uh, I think it was on the uh, the Breakfast Club where, uh, you know, he it, Snoop kind of appeared to downplay Eminem's success, and uh, you know, he he said Eminem, the great white hope. White rappers had zero respect in, in rap. Let's keep that 1,000. None. Dr. Dre had uh, probably put Eminem in the position where he could be labeled as one of the top 10 rappers ever. I don't think so, but the game feels like he's top 10 lyricist and all that comes with, but that's just because he's with Dre. Um, you know, and a lot of people took notice to that. It was like, Oh man, uh, you know, Snoop said that M's not, uh, uh, Snoop said M's not, you know, one of the top rappers. Uh, so it must be true, but right. I, it, they have since, uh, uh, patched shit up. Uh, but you know, it, M addressed how he felt about Snoop's comments on a shade 45 interview uh december of 2020 where he said everything he said by the way was fine up to a point it was the last statement where he said far as music i can live without i can live without that shit now you're you're being disrespectful i just caught it just caught me off guard i wasn't ready for that uh and then snoop responded uh you know to to this song in a comment on m's fan page on Instagram saying, pray I don't answer that soft ass shit. Um, so, uh, that's one of those, like, man, I like Snoop, but I don't know if he could body M. I mean, maybe doggy styles, doggy styles, the doggy style Snoop Dogg could, but, uh, back on death row Snoop, I, I don't know. Well, the beef that he has with Snoop is from that, like, like I said, the interview from the Breakfast Club where uh, they asked Snoop to like name his top, top MCs, and he said yeah. Eminem wouldn't even be in top five or top ten or something like that. Yeah, you know that's all it was from. Yeah, but like I said, he he like Eminem said is more like a blow to his like like his more of a personal blow because you know he looked up to Snoop and never thought he'd say something like that. But I mean, yeah. It's an opinion, man. Come on. Yep, it's an opinion. And they, again, they've since patched things up. They uh, performed uh, at the the Super Bowl this year or last year, yeah. uh, technically. Um, 
No, it was this year, 2020. It was this year. Yeah, February. Yeah, it's February. You know, they they performed together, uh, and, you know, there was a song that came out not too long ago uh, that featured Eminem and, you know, he, on the song, he's like, you know, me, me and Snoop, we good. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I me personally, I, I think this is my favorite song on the, the album and it might, it might just be from the chorus but I mean, he's got bars on here too, right? Uh, so I mean, how are you guys feeling about this? I love this song, man. It, it, this was it, it's in my top. It's in my top three. Um, it's okay. One A, one B between this song and Higher for me. Um, I like it a lot. Um, I do. I I like the feeling. Like you, I think the chorus, White Gold. Yeah. There's something about it, just you know, I don't know how to explain it, but I know it's exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, I, I, but I do like this song a lot. Uh, White Gold is one of those those guys. Like I, I haven't listened to any of his solo stuff, but he kind of reminds me of what Nate Dog was, where he's a feature rapper, the 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 hook feature guy. Yep. Uh, and the Murphy Lee. <laughs> bruh I, I about punched my computer screen like I know this motherfucker just didn't Murphy Lee bruh you were you are going to hip hop hell for what you just said <laughs> Murphy Murphy Lee ain't even in the top 20 when it comes to feature artists cause or, he's done number book. one <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I didn't have a migraine when I started this. You, uh, <laughs> you must really be fucking tired. You must really be fucking tired. You are sleep deprived, delusional. You suffer from insomnia, something. I don't know what we we got. One more track to talk about. And you need to take your ass to bed. Uh, <laughs> Why? Because you're right to bed. Facts. You are you not facts. Out facts. <laughs> spitting facts out here. No, no. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna skip over uh, the the interlude thus far. Uh, there's there's not much to it. It's just um, Alfred Hitchcock talking, um, and we're gonna go into the Ugh. the last track on uh, this album, and it's called Discombobulado. Discombobulado. <laughs> the fuck did you say? Discombobulado. <laughs> Discombobulated. There you go. Yeah. Um, so on Discombobulated, Eminem emulates his younger self by using accents similar to how he did on his 2009 album Relapse. On the track, he name drops various rappers such as 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, Dog Pound, De La Soul, etc. Uh, and I, I thought this was uh, a pretty good song. Not... Did he he miss on this one? I don't think he missed, but also, I don't know. When he started doing the accents, it kind of 
took me brought out back to just relapse. a little bit. It brought it brought me back to relapse. Yeah, it did. I think this was for me the miss. It didn't take me all the way back to relapse, but it uh, it, it definitely took me out. We'll say that. Uh, it was not a good way to finish off the record. Well, I guess that's why it's a what deluxe album. So my question is: this the what's the actual release order? Uh, so when you it, look at the deluxe edition, it, it literally goes B sides one through sixteen, and then down to A sides uh, one through uh, what is it seventeen. Uh, I think maybe 20 20 okay 1 yeah. through 20 yeah um, oh yeah because there's 36 total yeah <laughs> yeah but you know th- there are some bars on this um, you know it, it, the second verse really you know he says uh, just flew the coop the cops are in hot pursuit but the day they catch me is the day 50 I'll call a truce and squashed the beef with him and Ja, and Ja actually spit a bar. That's not from a Dr. Seuss book, and they'll start a group. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like, I mean, Ja Rule is already dead. You digging him up to murder him again? It's murder. Murder. <laughs> yeah. And then he he goes sounds on. constipated. And then he goes on and he says, fuck it, I'm Man, don't disrespect the second greatest rapper of all time. Motherfucker. No. <laughs> That mother man, <laughs> ugly ass motherfucker. Damn, talk about Eminem like that. Wow. No man, job. Ja, no put put <laughs> no nah, dude put put a purple bandana around his eyes. He looked like Donatello from Ninja Turtles. I don't want to hear that shit. Why well, gotta be the purple one? Why can't it be the blue one? What, what you saying? Well, I, I, like, I like purple. What? Have you seen? Have you seen that motherfucker's face? He like, holla, holla. like, why do you sound like you're in the oh, bathroom? Hold on, hold on like, time out. You said put a purple bandana around him and he'll look like Donatello. And then you said his eyes, his eyes. But but then you said you like purple. So does that mean you like job? No, it's just purple <laughs> was the first color that I came uh, rise to. I just didn't know if they y'all, like y- y'all, y'all see how they flip this shit on me like this, try to make me first look all, dumb. <laughs> I just asked why, why, not, why not blue. And then, okay, fuck it then, Leonardo. Okay, does that make you feel better? I just you fucking suck up prick. Is that what you do? I just asked the question. So, so, so since he's Leonardo, that that makes him the leader of the rap game. <laughs> the number one rapper. I don't know about that. I mean, uh, the mumble rap game, maybe. Ugh. It's murder. He was the original, well, not the original mobile rapper, just Silk the Shocker. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, man. All right, let's I, 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 I'm, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be quiet. I'm not even gonna say shit. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Next bar. Go ahead. I don't remember where we were. <laughs> what, what are you guys' thoughts on this song? <laughs> I guess I, I think this one was a miss. 
is murder. I didn't really like it because of his goofy accent stuff again. <clears throat> yeah, like yeah, I, I would see that kind of took me out. It took me out because I mean, God, there was a whole reason why we hated relapse was because it was too damn uh, gimmicky. Off the wall gimmick, yeah, yeah, it was gimmicky. Like, and I get it, you're doing the slim shady persona, which he did the slim shady persona through the whole record, and he actually did it in a good way. Reminded me more of, you know, Slim Shady LP and Marshall Mathers LP with some of the stuff that he said and did. But then you get to this song and it's like, no, you took a step backwards, my dude. Oh, he took more than a step back. He chucked us lit all the way back because it was so bad for me on this one. Yeah, this is this. I can honestly say this is probably the one. I mean, yeah, there were other songs that weren't as good on the record compared to other ones. But yeah, this one was a hard this was a hard miss. Like, yeah, it was a miss. He bricked. Like, 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 <laughs> like you, like you fell out the boat and didn't touch water. Miss. Like, it was that bad. Good lord. Yeah, yeah he jumped out. Of, he jumped out of an airplane and never hit the ground. That's how hard he missed. God. <laughs> yeah, one up me with the fucking analogies, Jesus. <laughs> it just reminds me of something from Drake and Josh. From what? Drake and Josh, the show. The kids uh-huh. show back in the day. I don't know. Us, us 90 kids know what I'm talking about, you know. <laughs> okay. You, you're not a 90s kid, bro. you a 2000s kid. You was born in the 90s. But you I was born in 92. I, lived, I did live the, 2000, the 90s and 2000s. No, you, you don't remember nothing from the 90s. I do you, remember you, a lot, actually, from the don't. 90s. You lie. Stop Just because you remember stuff from the 70s, don't be hating on me. Hey. Damn. <laughs> the vitriol, the venom. <laughs> Woo. You need some ass. You need some. You need some damn. Uh, what do you rub on burns? <laughs> Neil uh, Aloe vera. Neil Spore. There you go. You need some Neil Spore for that burn. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> Bro, I'm just uh, as tired as you, man. It's twelve thirty at night. I'm just as tired as you. Yep. All right, well, let's watch this up then. Yeah, I was gonna say the the only thing that kind of stands out on <clears throat> on this is the outro where he says haha yeah dr dre black black beethoven 2050 haha we're out uh and this is actually kind of a theme uh where uh in every eminem every song that eminem mentions dr dre he always says a year which is ahead of the time of the release probably stemming from when dre released 2001 uh but it was actually released in 1999. Uh, the only song that M actually states the year when it was released was So Bad, which uh, was released in 2010. But he says after Still Light Years Ahead of Y'all. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, because on uh, 2004, uh, Encore, The Curtains Down, he says Still Aftermath 2006. But that song came out in 2004. Uh, and then on the uh, 2009 song We Made You, he says Dr. Dre 2020. So, you know, this is just a, a theme. Uh, but then it gets, it, it makes me wonder is like, is Dre working on an album called Black Beethoven? Like, I could see some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll never get Detox. Yeah. The greatest album that never got released. How do we know it was the greatest? Yeah, that's the common uh that's the common generalization of the album. I wonder if he really was like he just did that for he'll he'll randomly talk about it randomly just to get like publicity for a little bit, just to have some like 
recognition, and but he never actually he was gonna make detox. Yeah, nah, he made he made uh, Compton instead, right? Compton? He's made a couple of things in between it. Yeah, I thought mm. Compton was good. No, he's only put out three albums: The Chronic, uh, Chronic two thousand one, and Compton. Yeah. But then he did all that stuff for Grand Theft Auto. Well, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, but we're just talking studio albums. We're not, not talking I mean, about like the, the side, the side hustles. Right? I, was, I was talking hey. about just in general. He's made so many stuff in between actually releasing Detox. Oh yeah, uh, man, we can't we we can't miss on the greatest uh, soundtrack of all time, The Walsh. All right, so with that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> We will Take your be, ass uh, up the street. Yo, well, fuck you to your trout mouth ass motherfucker. <laughs> this has been um, Music to be Murdered by B-Sides. Hold on, uh, wait, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about. Look, look, <laughs> all right, top three songs on the record in your opinion. Top three. Uh, top three. Uh, it's, it's a hard to pick from, I know, but try top three. Uh, Book Garage is probably my favorite one. Okay. Uh, higher... Um, Black Magic, maybe my my third one. Maybe it's hard to pick that third one for me. Alfred's theme, higher, and Zeus. Uh, that's my three. I, I, I I'm gonna let you know right now. I can't pick three, and I ain't gonna pick three. Give me the whole album minus Discombobulated, and I'm good. <laughs> now you don't get to just take a out al- like, take a song off the album. Yeah, I, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, you know how I do that. When it comes on uh, the next track, I hit skip. <laughs> it's still there. It'll okay. Still be there. Okay. So this being said, okay, now that we went through all of Eminem's catalog, your top three, don't say top three, go top I five. I say top five top, songs from top, every album. No, 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 not from every, no, no, I'm not talking about songs from every album. Oh, <laughs> the top, your top five favorite albums. Your top, what, in your opinion, what are the what are the five best albums by Eminem? Uh, fuck. Um, can we put Relapse on the shelf and just say they're all good? Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm even, I'm, here's the thing. I'm not even going in numerical order. Uh, one through five. I'm just going to give you the five that I think are his five best work. I think Music to be Murdered by B-Sides is amazing. Marshall Mathers LP is a classic. Um, I think Recovery's up there. I think Kamikaze's up there. And I'm going to say the Eminem show is up there. Um, Those be my five. Those be my five. I'm going to say Slim Shady LP. No order. Also, just no order. Uh, Recovery... Um, let's see then probably Eminem show kamikaze and um probably b-side right what about you chip fuck uh, again, I, in in no order. Uh, B sides. Uh, Kamikaze. 
the the Slim Shady LP, like, because without that, we get nothing else. If that if that album didn't blow the way it blew, uh, there's there's nothing else like that. It's just not there. Um, right. Mm, Mathers LP. And then I'm going to get some heat for this, but Revival. No heat. Tons of heat. <laughs> I mean, but... but How dare you say relapse like that? Oh! <laughs> but, but then, you know, I, I, I go back to my original statement. If we take relapse and put it on the shelf, it, it's, it's a flawless... I mean... It, discography but my thing is if we take if we take relapse out we don't get recovery and and that's that's true uh but i i i will go on record and and say that relapse was his weakest album oh for sure besides uh infinity or infinite whatever you know i i I can't say that. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever actually listened to Infinite. Uh, I could tell you I've never listened to Infinite. Yeah, I don't think I did either. I don't even know. Let's see something. I think Spotify does have it. Uh, but Infinite, doesn't Infinite have the song where he says the N-word? It's not on. Yes, it is. Uh, it's on Amazon Music, so I may listen. Nope, there's only one song. Um, so I, I'm gonna have to seek this out and go listen to it just to see if it's good or or bad. I mean. Clearly, it's it's not going to be on par with uh, anything that he put out after that because it, I mean there was no major record producers on it. It was like, well, I guess you could say there was a major because uh, con artist or Denon Porter did a lot of the production on it, uh, but that was before right. you know. That was before, uh, you know, he became who he is. So I don't know, but yeah, I mean, uh, overall, uh, how, how do you feel about Eminem's discography? I think he's got one of the best discographies of any hip hop artist out there. I mean, yeah, agreed. His, his work, you know, just the fact that. He, every record that he has had has been if not number one as close to the top of the billboards as you know anybody out there right now you know um that very few people can rival that you know um you know i think dmx had every album he ever made except for maybe his last album go number one debut at number one or something along those lines um 
but but yeah i mean as far as his whole disc- discography goes you can't find anybody you'd have to search really hard but it's hard to find i mean i don't know maybe a kanye maybe would probably have a good dis- have just as good of a discography he does um, until uh after Jesus. yeah <laughs> yeah uh Kendrick's getting himself a good discography built up. I think Game's got a good discography. Ti, um, you know, there, there's plenty of artists that we can name. Uh, Nas has has a great discography. Um, you know, but you know, we'll and we'll get into other artists on the Rap Rewind and go over their albums and things of that nature. Um, but. You know, so be on the lookout for an, another episode of Rap Rewind. Um, what album are we going to talk about next? Who knows? If you have an album that you'd like for us to review, send us some suggestions, and then we'll go from there. Nah, we don't like your opinions. Shut up. Bullshit. <laughs> <clears throat> you gonna turn fans away, bro? What the hell wrong with you? You gonna turn no fans away? Anyway, uh, they know uh, our witty comedy. There you go. Yeah. That, comedy <laughs> we're joking <laughs> oh sarcastic ass anyway me never bullshit alright ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning into this episode and uh, we hope you enjoy it we hope you've enjoyed the series that we've been doing with the Rap Rewind and uh, just be on the lookout for the next one who knows who it's going to be who knows what album it's going to be So you'll find out um, in two weeks you will find out in two weeks, and then we'll get it popping, and then we'll uh, see what happens. You guys got anything you want to say before we bounce out here tonight? Uh, as always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. Anything from you, Raj? No. Okay. I was trying to think. <laughs> He's trying to think. Okay. Uh, I, I, I was giving you the uh, audible read. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if we were going to put it right, do it again. But I mean, sure, I can. Yeah. Sure, fuck it. Why not? I mean, obviously, thank you to Audible, you know, f- helping us out and helping you guys out. 30 free days in a free book. Like we said before, learn to read. No, no. Like, yeah, I know it's hard to find time to read, but, uh, you know, just put your headphones in, the Bluetooth, whatever, you know, whatever, podcasts, books, self-help. Um, I wonder if they have, like, those I forget what they call them but they're like sort of like the murder mystery like books that like you have to solve the thing at the end you know like the whodunit style I wonder if they have that kind of stuff I haven't looked into that I haven't looked into that that would be interesting that'd be very interesting yeah that'd be pretty cool like you're just like chilling out getting to listen to like maybe a few throughout the day and that'd be pretty cool I think it would be we'll look into that (laughs) yes we will yes we will uh that being said though shout out to all of our sponsors sean thompson at thompson personal training jerry and jennifer at the chronic conversations podcast andrew and sean at the warrior workout network ivan montanez twitch.tv slash unleash demon all of our friends over at these ninjas podcast and sean miller with should i watch that Twenty four thousand downloads we cannot thank you guys enough you guys are awesome we love you guys we appreciate you guys and we'll see you right back here in two weeks for another edition of Rap Rewind. Next week, we're back on our bullshit with the XXL class of 2020, uh, 2013, almost a 2023. Holy shit, I'm jumping forward in time. Um, you know the future picks? 
I know the future picks. I'm telling you. Um, but no, uh, 2013 uh, should be interesting one. Um, something about sports uh, be, is going to drop this upcoming uh, Thursday, part four of our sports scandals. Um, should be very, very interesting. A good, a good listen. Uh, we talk about our good friend Sammy Sosa and uh, the the steroid trial and all that craziness. Um, a lot of crazy stuff. And be on the lookout. Go to the archives. Check out pre- previous episodes, past episodes. Review. Leave a like. All that good stuff. And um, again, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And we'll see you right back here next time. Chip, let's hit him with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel and subscribe. Click the bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. And I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.